0: Welcome to another episode of No Tears for Black Girls, a true crime podcast with a purpose. Written and produced by award-winning author John Reedberg. I'm your host, Samantha Paul. Let's dive in.
1: That took um, and as you can see, this is a very busy street, so it's highly unlikely that somebody would come this direction. Um, busy street thick community where they are—they know each other and not, no information at all. So we still got our hopes up, still looking, still want to find her. Um, it's been two weeks and we're still waiting on any new information that can come in on anybody that knows anything to give us a call. Somebody knows something.
0: On July 10th, 2013, a shocking disappearance sent shockwaves through Oakland, California. One-year-old Daphne Webb was reported missing from a parking lot near Ghazali's supermarket, where she was last seen in an SUV with her grandmother. Her father, John Anthony Webb, immediately called the police and claimed his daughter had been kidnapped from the vehicle. Despite extensive searches and initial arrest of John for felony child endangerment, Daphne remained missing. Her great aunt, Roslyn Robinson, expressed doubts about John's story and stated that he was the last person to see Daphne. Adding to the mystery, Daphne's mother was living in a rehabilitation home at the time of her daughter's disappearance and had another child eight months before John's tragic death in 2016. However, there is still no closure for Daphne's family as her whereabouts remain unknown. The 911 call was made around 11 a.m. on that fateful day with Daphne allegedly inside a Blackford expedition. The toddler was only 21 months old at the time, and sitting in the back seat of the vehicle. Despite significant efforts by authorities and loved ones, little Daphne remains missing to this day. Daphne Webb, a one-year-old girl with black hair and brown eyes, was last seen wearing orange pajamas and pink socks. She may have had braids in her hair. She went missing from Ghazali's supermarket at the 1400 block of 79th Avenue in Oakland, California. In 2014, Daphne's case was added to the National Missing and Unidentified Persons System database. If you have any information on Daphne's whereabouts or her disappearance, please contact the authorities immediately. Every detail counts in bringing this young girl back home to her family.
1: Sometimes, um, you know, not sleeping, not eating well, just, you know, maybe just loss of appetite, uh, just, you have no way to know how this is going to affect you. You know, there's no way, no, no uh, manual to follow, no script to follow. You're just kind of out there. And there's not a lot of people that have been through this that can help you out. What I do appreciate is the Mark, Cla- is Mark Class and the Class Kids Foundation has helped us out and given us some support tremendously. Um, as a matter of fact, they're the ones that put together the flyer that we had. So we are grateful for everybody's help, but the toll is immeasurable. Um, Everybody's, you know, trying to be as strong as they can, as hopeful as they can. But in the meantime, we're still anxious to see her. You know, we've finding more pictures of, of her, uh, clothing items that's keeping us reminded of her. So uh, emotionally, it is taking its toll on us, but we still remain strong. Got a lot of people praying for us, a lot of churches backing us up. And so, um, you know, in that sense, we're very, very good But and grateful. But still, it's, it's taking an effect on the family. If somebody's out here watching a story, may have some information. May know what would you say to them? Please give us a call or call the Oakland Police Department um, and talk to them. Uh, we have a website. We're asking anybody to get in touch with what, you know with any information you have. Leave it on the website or call the Oakland Police Department. Somebody knows something. They may not talk to the police, but maybe they will talk to us. Baby is listening in the earshot you say that. Baby, we miss you. We love you. We can't wait to get you in our arms again. You got a hundred pounds of kisses coming your way.
0: Talk about the mom,
1: mom and dad. How are they doing? And their involvement in the search and
0: recovery.
1: I'm not going to but search for that baby. Well, um, I want to make sure that everybody knows they are a couple. They're a married couple. She lives in that house also. Uh, She was taking care of personal matters. Um, That's why she wasn't at the house at this time. Usually my daughter is the one that takes care of the baby, and John takes care of his mom. But since my daughter's been away, she's been taking care of both. So now the strain is on both of them, you know. they got a lot of questions to be asked, a lot of things we're still questioning and that does not make it sense. You know, who would take a baby in the middle of an intersection like this? But as far as they're concerned, they are very involved. Um, we reached out to John last week uh, to come join us and he was here at the prayer visual that we had. And so we're glad to see him. And then he was here Saturday when we were handing out um, uh, flyers and knocking on doors. So they are very involved. Uh, my daughter has a pretty extensive schedule herself, but she was here also Saturday and you know she's got people around her are supporting her around the clock and uh, they're giving them a lot of love and support everywhere they go. But as you as you as you retrace and think back the steps that led to her being reported missing, there are some questions to the family. I'm just curious who would take a baby with an adult sitting in the car. That's kind of strange. Um, His mother was in the car and uh, the story is that the baby was taken while the mother was there. Who would do that? Okay, Who would be that bold? Even if you were a common thief, you know, and you saw somebody sitting in the car, you go to the next car where that's not occupied. It's just kind of common sense, even from a thief standpoint. But to kidnap a baby with somebody else in the car um, is what strikes me odd. So, um, again, a lot of questions that we don't have answers to yet. But you know, we're bearing with it, dealing with it the best we can. You know, do, do, do. I mean, just
0: straight out,
1: buy going. I got some questions about it that I haven't had a chance to ask him yet. Um, I don't want to throw him under the bus. I just got a couple of questions. You know, um, what is that? I would have parked here in the front of the store with a baby in the car, okay? If the parking wasn't available, I would have waited until was parking was available with a baby in the car. Uh, that's just me. You know, I know people who do that, if they just leave an iPad or a phone in the car, they make sure the car the, the, the car is in eyesight or uh, within view. But from where we're standing, where you parked at, um, the car couldn't have been in view from the front of the store. So, so this car was around the corner. Was was right. It looks like across the street but as far as I'm concerned, it's around the corner. Right. But um, you know, I would have waited for a spot right here. Um, Even then, even if the car is parked in front, you're standing in the door making sure nothing happens to the car, or nobody comes to the car and looks at the, you know, just for the safety of the baby. Is on the baby baby at all times, Um, and as it is for us right now, it's still on the baby. But those things are um, some of my questions. Why not park right here in the front, even if parking wasn't available? Why not wait for parking to come available? If you're gonna go in, run in and out, you know, um, and she was in a car seat. It's not easy to detach, okay? So you couldn't have ran up and, and, and taken her out of the seat and got away that easy. That like car seat was hard to take her loose, so, you know, some of the questions that I have, but by the same token, we're still trying to be hopeful, you know, trying to support, hold everybody up, you know, we don't want uh, to throw anybody under the bus, you know what I'm saying, but I got a couple of questions and those are just a few uh, that I have. I have but, By the same token, we're still trying to be hopeful, you know, trying to support, hold everybody up. You know, we don't want uh, to throw anybody under the bus. You know what I'm saying? But I got a couple questions, and those are just a few uh, that
0: I have. Love us? Leave us a positive review or rating. Follow No Tears for Black Girls on social media and No Tears for BG on Twitter. Be blessed. Be loved. Stay safe.